Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. This is Elder Jewel on the Word Restores. Amen. I pray that all is well with each and every one of you. Amen. And I thank God. Let's thank God now as we go into prayer. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy. Hallelujah. And your grace. Yeah, your mercy, Lord. We thank you. We give you the honor, Lord, the glory and the praise, Lord. Lord, you know that there are so many things that are happening around us and we just, sometimes we just don't know what to do. Sometimes we make a misstep and we offend someone or sometimes someone offends us and we keep it in our spirits and, and, and it starts to churn and churn and oh my Lord and churn, Lord. So we are asking you, Lord, to help us as we go through this broadcast. Lord, help us, help us to learn to forgive, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to have an attitude of, oh, hallelujah, of forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Yeah, some of my brothers and sisters, we're struggling, Lord, struggling with this, with this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I say I may forgive, but I won't forget. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us to understand how it affects us. Help us, Lord, to clear the clutter so that we may move forward in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Move forward in you. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for all the things that we are holding on to, Lord Jesus. Even when you said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Cast your cares upon me and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest unto your souls. And yet, Lord, we want to hold on. Sometimes it even feels good to hold Hold on so that when we see that person, we get this rise on the inside of us. But Lord, we need your help and we're asking you for your help even now, Lord, even now in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to learn to forgive. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. So I think you know what the topic is going to be. We want to let go of unforgiveness, letting go of unforgiveness. But the question is, how do we do it? Amen. How do we learn to turn around and turn into, turn this, this unforgiveness into forgiveness? Because we know that, you know, people come around us and, and things happen around us and we feel uncomfortable. And, you know, it might be a personal, a personal conflict or a personal affront to us. It may be something that's, that's a conflict, um, 
within our family or between families. You know, it may be something that we've seen that that deals with our gender, and and you know, we all we all um, feel so so. You know, we get angry because something has happened to one of our sisters or something has happened to one of our brothers. It may even be our race. You know, our our black families, and we see injustices and oh hallelujah, and you know, and we we begin to get ourselves all, you know, all twisted about it. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't. Yes, yes, because that is, that's what makes us human. Amen. Seeing injustices and, and, you know, working through them or at least being able to take it to you, Lord, take it to the Lord in prayer, even in politics. And we, you know, we see some things that are going on in the political scene or in the world scene that make us wonder and make us start to chew on it. And when we chew on it, we start, we begin to get, you know, all, all twisted and all discombobulated. And every time we see someone's face on the TV, you know, we, we, we get in a tizzy. We find ourselves, you know, just, just replaying events that, that, that we have seen or uh, voices that we have heard or comments that were made to us or against us or around us. But we do not understand that as we continue, there is something that continues to build up on the inside of us. And it's, as it builds up in us, it's the unforgiveness that is going to creep through everything that we do. What we find even is that that the plans that God has for us, we seem to put them on the back burner and make and make these these issues and these incidents foremost for each and every one of us. And as they are foremost, we forget that there's kingdom work to be to be done. We find ourselves, you know, focusing so much on what has gone on around us that my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, we just don't have the time to look back and say, let's put it in the Lord's hands. Amen. So we want to talk about this letting go, letting go of unforgiveness or flipping it around. We want to talk about embracing forgiveness. Amen. And I want to to to, to start with some foundations, um, definitions of what forgiveness is or forgiveness. To forgive is to pardon, to absolve, to exonerate, to clear, to acquit. Amen. To vindicate, um, to, uh, to mm, uh, not just vindicate, to, to move those things away. Amen. To move them away, to, to, to make it such that um, it will not get into our feelings. It will not get into our attitudes regarding a person or a thing that was done to us. On the other hand, unforgiveness is, is being merciless. You know, I just, when I see that person, I just want to, you know, pop their eyes out or, you know, I really want to give them a piece of my mind. And, you know, we, we just go on and on and not recognizing that what we are doing is it's affecting you and affecting me. We're looking for punishment for that person when we're in that mood of unforgiveness. 
So I want to look at some uh, some definitions. You know, we're laying the groundwork here, and I'm reading here that. Um, uh, this is from the web. Psychologists definitely uh, generally define forgiveness as a conscious, listen to it, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or a group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness or not. Amen. So if I want to turn this around uh, to define the unforgiveness it is a conscious, deliberate decision to grasp, to hold on to the feelings of revenge and feelings of uh, resentment towards a person or a group who has harmed you. Mm-hmm. So we've seen it from both sides. Listen to another definition. Forgiveness is the intentional and voluntary process by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude towards an offense. Hallelujah. They let go of negative emotions such as vengefulness, my Lord. Yeah, however it may be justified, they let go of it. Yes, and with an increased ability to wish the offender well. Lord Jesus, help us. Now, uh, we, we, we have a little uh, caveat here that forgiveness is different from condoning something, for excusing something, for just forgetting something, for par- even pardoning something or reconciling. Forgiveness is different. It's the act of excusing the mistake, excusing the offense. Amen. So the word forgive means, and uh, this is on allaboutgod.com, uh, the word forgive means to wipe the slate clean, to pardon, to cancel a debt. When we wrong someone, we seek his or her forgiveness in order for the relationship to be restored. Ah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord in order for the relationship to be restored. Did you see that? So this is our asking for forgiveness. But, you know, we, we understand that this is a, this, in our humanity, uh, this is a tough, a tough process for us. So what we're going to do first is that we are going to minister in song from Kingdom Music Presents Forgive, And then we'll come back and just hear what Jesus has to say about forgiveness. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And as we're listening, let's remember to forgive. Division, man, and disbelief. Preachers preach 
preaching condemnation and fire. They beating on the sheep, man, when they're broken and tired. Pastor said that if you love them, you would care for them. Say a prayer for them. Let them know God's there for them. This is how the world will know that you're his. Hey, by the way that you will love and forgive. They call him Mr. Know-it-all. Could have swore that he knew it all. Many thought that he known it all. Nah, to the just said like three strikes. Now he rolling to the pen like a bowling ball. Uh, now you wish you never broke the law. Too late, too late, can't take it back. I know you hate the fact. You gotta face the fact. And now you sitting in the cave with a plastic mat. Yeah. I don't care about your skin color. I'ma love it like my twin brother. How you been, my brother? Straight up, give it that and hug. Cause I'ma love it like we been, brother. To the end, brother. Man, I holla at my brother Jamie. Set B, man, you talk to Johnny. Nah, he ain't call me. I've been walking with the phone on me. Every day, like it grown on me. Hey, he probably feeling like it's hard as heaven And the world keep doing him wrong Let us pray for mama straight up and for the rest of the fair I know you waiting, man, the truth come home In the sea for the precious season Everybody that's incarcerated When the cops invaded Bone rust, can't nines and cuffs Count them high and intoxicated Money confiscated Everything that you put in the street Man, they ain't got nothing to show for it Time to get over with Now that it's over with Hey, could you feel it like you sold your soul for it, man? It's only one that can save your life. It's only one that can pay the price. You better trust in Christ. I'm trying to tell you he'll meet you there. Put peace in there. He won't leave you there. Yeah. In my city, man, these sirens play a symphony. So much violence, no pity, and then no sympathy. Play how to go seek off in the neighborhood graveyard. You can die in the street, man, as we want to be brave, hard. In the churches where religion is a real disease. So much distraction, Dr. the Condemnation and fire They beating on the sheep Man, when they're broken and tired Pastor said that If you love them, you would care for them Say a prayer for them Let them know God's there for them This is how the world Will know that you're his hey, by the way that you Will love and forgive Amen, amen, amen Letting go, letting go, love them and forgive them, forgive them, forgive them. Yes, yes. Let's hear. Let's hear what Jesus has to say about forgiveness. I'm looking at Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 to 15. Amen. And it reads, and I'm reading from the New International Version. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, I'm going to stop at verse 13. So, Jesus calls us to forgive others as he has forgiven us. Amen. And I, I have not, I don't have it written down here, but I want to go quickly to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, um, that shows us that Jesus calls us to forgive Ephesians chapter 4 and 32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Amen. Be kind 
Be tender-hearted. Forgive one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Amen. And even Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, and I am quickly moving there also. Um, you can hear my pages turning too, which is, you know, just old school, but that's okay. Um, Ephesians, excuse me, Colossians 3 and 13, forbear one another and forgive one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you also, so do you. Amen. So you notice how it, it, we continue to tie our forgiveness with the forgiveness of Christ. Amen. The forgiveness that Christ had for us. Amen. Going to the cross on our behalf, for our sake. Amen. And then we move into um, verse 15. So that was from verse um to verse 14 that says, If you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Amen. So you, you see that reciprocity, right? If I want to be forgiven, I've got to forgive. Amen. But let's hear what Jesus has to say about unforgiveness in verse 15. Amen. So we're looking at Matthew chapter 6, verse 15. But, watch out for the but, if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. How plain is that? Amen. I mean, we can stop the broadcast right here because we're talking about unforgiveness, amen? Letting go of your unforgiveness. And, and we have to have to, to get to this point where we recognize that if I can't, you know, let go of that unforgiveness that I have towards someone else, how can my father forgive me, Amen. It's rough for us. I understand that. You know, it's interesting because many, many of my uh, topics that, that the Lord gives me for the broadcast, somehow um, there, there's some sort of um, example that he gives to me um, before the broadcast, sometime before the broadcast. And for this one, um, I had one just as I was leaving to come to the broadcast. And I'm in a neighborhood that's in transition. And there was this, this person who, um, and, and these, these are, there are some people in the, in this particular neighborhood that are bold enough to affront you, confront you. And he made a beeline straight, oh, hallelujah, straight to me. And I just put up my hand, put my finger like, mm-mm. He kept on coming. Now, I, was, I got, had already got into my car, but he was still threatening. And as I was going, I called my sister and I said, you know, I've got someone out here who is, um, you know, he's, he's, he's threatening. And, uh, but I'm, I know I'm in the car, but I'm, I'm just speaking it. But somehow his gestures were gestures that would be one that you, when you look at him, he is, you know, he's trying to threaten, he's trying to, to put fear into, into me. And so as I drove off, I just, I just 
you know, looked and then I just kept on driving. But you had to think about it because these things can get into your spirit. And as I was driving, I had to say, I forgive you. I forgive him, Lord. Hallelujah. I forgive him, Lord. Why? Because this was a test as I am coming into this broadcast to talk about this topic of unforgiveness that a lot of us go through. Here I am being confronted. And I say, you know what? I am not going to play that game. I can't play that game. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, God is just so awesome. He, he places things in front of you so that you can fully understand you know, what this topic is all about, what we are going through. Yeah. So we thank the Lord for it. We thank the Lord. I thank the Lord for it because forgiveness, and I'm reading um, from um, some excerpts from a book called The Peacemaker by Ken Sandy. Um, To forgive fully, forgiveness is like canceling a debt. Canceled. It's gone. It means that you absorb the cost that someone else deserves to pay. And you release them from liability. So if you see them again, you are not going to start, excuse me, cussing them out just because they came up against you. Amen. All right. I'm talking to you, my brother. I'm talking to you, my sister. I'm talking to you and talking to me. And he says, this is how God forgave us. Amen. Jesus absorbed our cost. Amen. So when we talk about unforgiveness, we have to remember that if we do not forgive, our Father is not going to forgive us. Lord Jesus. Now watch this. Jesus tells us a story about unforgiveness. Peter came to Jesus and he says, Lord this is in Matthew 18, 21 to 35, and I, I may break it up just a bit. But he says, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And in other versions, you will hear 70 times, seven times, which actually is 490. In this translation, in the New International Version, it says uh, 77 times. Whatever number it is, I dare you to count each time your brother or your sister does something against you, sins against you, offends you, and you count the number of times that you forgive them. I do believe that you will be very, very tired by the time you're through counting and you still have more forgiveness to go. So Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And then he gives us, he tells us this story about this unforgiveness. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And he began the settlement. A man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant 
Master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. So he forgave the debt. Amen. He forgave the loan. So let's hear Jesus, what he has to say again. He says, but, watch out for the but. When that servant went out, he found one of his, his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. Now, we have to remember, we had 10,000 bags of gold, and now we have a hundred silver coins. Amen? And he was, he, he was cleared of, oh my God, 10,000 bags of gold, now a hundred silver coins. He grabs him. He begins to choke him and tell him, pay back what you owe me. He demands. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him. You see, he did the same thing. Amen? He did the same thing. Be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused instead. He went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. Oh, Lord. You see the injustice? I mean, you, you just have to, to see it as, as we are going along. And when the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and they went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy mm, on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed, a payback time. And then Jesus says, This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister. Watch it from your heart. This is not a head thing that says, I forgive you. This is a heart thing. This has, comes from the heart. It comes from deep, deep down. And when, when we think about it, we have to understand that if it doesn't come from our heart, we're not forgiving. We're just talking. We're kind of flapping our gun, gums, you know. It's, it's, it's no big deal. We're just saying it. But listen to this. When it really comes from your heart, and I'm going to read from uh, The Peacemaker again by Ken Sandy, um, S-A-N-D-E. To forgive fully, you must make four promises, he says. I will not think about this incident. So I tell you what, you know the enemy is going to bring the incident up again and again. But the question is, are you going to mull over it? Or are you going to catch yourself and say, whoa, wait a minute. This is over. It's done. Amen. I will not bring up this incident again and use it against the other person. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, as that, as that memory of the incident tries to come up, stifle it. I, I would say just praise the Lord. You know, you, you know what your trigger is to flip it back around so that you do not have to think about this incident, to mull it over and he did this and I should have done this. And you can go, I mean, you and I know how far we can go when something really gets to us or it got to us. Amen. Here's the third one. 
I will not talk to others about this incident. I ain't gonna gossip. I ain't gonna tell them, girl, you know what he did. And I can't even forgive him for it because of what he did. Lord Jesus. Oh, that woman. Oh, she came at me and I, I was ready to do this and I was ready. You know how we go. Amen. No, we stopped talking about it. Don't talk to others about this incident. And do not allow this incident to stand between you or hinder your relationship with that person, between you and that person. Don't allow it. When you see, you know, we, we hear a lot of, of our brothers and sisters say, whenever I see that face on the, on the TV, you know, I get so upset. Or whenever I, I hear of such and such a person, man, this, this, this whole thing just floods in me and it comes up on the inside of me. But if you can't do it from the heart, from your heart, if you can't forgive you will not be able to say, that's over. That is over. And what does Jesus say? How many times should we forgive? Lord Jesus, Jesus, you know it's rough. You know it's rough. Even if it's 77 times, but 490, 490 times. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm going to be so tired by the time I'm through that I will say, I might as well forgive them. Because it's going to twist me up on the inside. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Listen, the number to call is 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. I don't want to forget this thought. Um, when, we, when, when we think about forgiveness and what we have just read about when, you know, Jesus, and if, if we don't forgive, our Father will not forgive us. This is what Jesus has said. I want us to remember Matthew 5 and 7 that says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So you give that forgiveness, and you will receive forgiveness. You know, I, it's interesting. I hear something called pay forward. Well, Jesus paid forward this forgiveness. So when your time comes, when your turn comes, you just, just do it. Just pay it. Amen. In other words, there is reciprocity in forgiveness. Amen. Let's remember that we need to have a heart that forgives. And so I would ask this question because it causes me to wonder when I read Matthew 5 and 7 about blessed are the merciful, it causes me to wonder whether there is reciprocity in our unforgiveness. Woo, Lord Jesus. And the answer is yes. Because in Matthew 6 and 15, we read, But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Amen? So, we are going to move on and we're going to minister in song one more time about a heart that forgives by Kevin LeVar. Hallelujah.
can say that we want a heart like that. Amen. Amen. Never holding a grudge. Ay, ow, ow, ow. Might have to step on my toes. But never holding a grudge. My Lord. Loving without price. Even when I'm hurting. Even when they hurt me. Have a heart that forgives. My Lord. Give up on my right to hold a grudge. Give up on my right to, to, to have this, this, you know, this, this feeling that I cannot take him out if I see him again. And all of that has to go away. It has to go away. Amen. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656, 313-871-9656. And we're talking about letting go of your unforgiveness. And remember, it's not a head thing. We're not just going to talk about it. It's got to be in your heart. Amen. There's some things that I want to touch on before we can get into, so what is really our responsibility? What do we do? Amen. 
So I just want you from the word of God, um, I noticed that there are blessings in our, unf- in our forgiveness. Oh, don't, do you want the blessings? Psalm 32 and 1 says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. He's blessed. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. Here's another. God's grace is evident in our forgiveness. And we're going to read Psalm 130 verses 1 to 6. And before we do that, we have a call on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you, Elder. How are you? I am blessed, my sister. Oh, that heart that forgives. Yes, yes. So, read the psalm. I can wait. Oh, okay. About God's grace being evident in forgiveness. And this is Psalm 130, verses 1 to 6. And it says, Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, keep a record of sins... Lord, who can stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than the watchmen wait for the morning, more than the watchmen wait for the morning. And see, it was verses 3 and 4 that says, If you, Lord, keep a record of sin, just like, you know, we do, my sister, Lord, who can stand? My Lord, with you, Lord, there is forgiveness so that we can serve you with reverence. His grace is so evident. Hallelujah. When we forgive. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, my sister, it's a Matthew. When you're reading Matthew, I think it's Matthew. Uh-huh. It's hard. Yes. Especially... When you go through things of like murder in the family, mm-hmm. um, raping and killings and things of that nature, yes, and you say you want to, you want to, with all your being and body and everything within you, you want to do that. Mm-hmm. But you brought a scripture up and said that you, you continue to bring it to your remembrance. It keeps coming back. Without your permission, it comes back. It comes back. It gets caught up in a situation. You know, you know, well, this happened to me when I was walking by myself one time. Well, this happened to me when I was alone. Or this happened to me. It's always scenarios that will bring it right back up to your yes. remembrance. And, and, it, and it puts fear in you once again. And, and it's so hard. And I say, I love the word of God. But it's a hard pill to swallow. Yes, it is. Love to see you come on the flip side of, of this discussion of us forgiving that stuff. How the Lord eases our hearts to forgive. Amen. He eases our hearts into that process of forgiving and into letting go of those mishaps that have happened in our lives. Amen. Amen. You know, um, and, and this is where God's grace comes in. See, we have to, one of the, one, one of the um, I guess one of the things for us as um, those who have been offended, we have to understand that God, was, God was, saw what has happened. And I have to remember, I have to, number one, know who he is and remember his promises. 
at that time, I may not remember his promises because, you know, you talked about fear. It could be fear. It could be anger. It could be so many, you know, so many different emotions. But I have to, and I know that the Holy Spirit, oh, hallelujah, is going to raise it, bring it to our remembrance when the time comes. I told you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I told you, when you pass through the floods, I will be with you. When you pass through the fire. Yeah. It's a process of yes. Forgiveness to release these coming to forgiveness. It's a process. It's not something that you, you say, oh, well, yeah, it happened. We, we hear of accounts like the accounts where the, the family came and forgot they gave the uh, police the woman who killed this the, 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 the young man. The young man, yes. Yeah. You know, immediately that forgiveness is there, but it's upon the family that has that forgiveness, but the act was not personally done to the family. It was done to the perpetrator that was deceased. Yes. So when those acts are brought upon you personally, uh, it's a little harder to say, okay, I think it's a, a bad marriage. You know, that, mm-hmm. that personally had an effect on me. Um, mm-hmm. If I can say, well, you know, for my kids, they won't have that personal effect of, of those. Yeah, but I, even with that, even with that, my sister, I say it affects everyone. Um, it affects everybody. Yeah. That personal effect, it, it, it affects me harder than it would affect my family. I got you. I got what you're saying, that what happens is that in, in the, in the, the family didn't actually fully experience what you experienced. Yes. Right. And yet... God was there. Amen. Amen. And he saw it. And we are human. And in our humanity, we are going to find ourselves, um, you you know, uh, replaying. Or it is going to be replayed for us because in our humanity, there is a spiritual force that tries to come to replay it. So that we will be, you know, we'll be start, start, excuse me, we will start thinking about the situation and not about the God who Amen. got me out of the situation or the God who will, oh, hallelujah, who will get me out. Right now I'm crying. Right now I can feel it. Right now, you know, it's, it's, it's bubbling up again and again and again. But I know that my Lord will give me those weapons. He will give me those tools. When I think about some of the things that have gone on around me, and when he gave me a, just, just one tool that, you know, um, he, he gave me the scripture. And as I had the scripture, I couldn't even fully get the scriptures out when another thought will come in about the incident. And I would keep on going until the Lord says, you just write the scripture reference. Write it and put it in places where wherever you are in your apartment, you can see it. That when this, these thoughts come, that you can just point, hallelujah, just point to that. And my God. He said, when you pass through the waters, right, I'll be with you. And he is. 
and he will give it to you. And I notice, my sister, that these offenses, it's not so much the offense, but our reaction to the offense, it really strengthens us. Not just for you and for me, but for the next person who is coming along, who needs to hear someone, hallelujah, who needs to hear someone tell them, listen, I've been through. I've been through. And here's what the Lord did. You can get through it. So we have, you know, there is just so much that's, that's, that's going on around us from a, a heart perspective. Yeah, our heart gets broken, sister. Yes, yes it does. But, yes, it does. Yes, but God is able, the potter is able to put it back. Oh, yeah. Together oh, yeah. again. It, 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 it takes time. Yes, it's the process. It's, it's the process for those who are to go through. Because it says Jesus did not suffer anything that was not uncommon to man. Amen. So we know that it's a, it, we will get over. Yes. We will. And say, reaping may do it for the night, but, but joy comes in the morning. We will come, but you know, it's, it's not right here right now. <laughs> I'm not in the word that it, it will come. Yes, yeah. It didn't say when it's going to come, but it, it's a promise that it will come. That's right, that's right. And that, that's what we hold on to, to the will come, the will come. But in the in terms of the will come, I'm, I'm in a situation where um, hollering on you, Lord, I need you now. I need you. That's I right. Need you, I need you. That's right. And that's right. That's right. You know, I, no, that's okay. I was uh, actually, I was going to tell you, and I think of of the time times when I cried and cried and cried, and I mean literally cried with the tears, not just crying out to the Lord, until I heard no more tears. Absolutely. He has to give it to you. You see, exactly, exactly through the process. Amen. And when he gives it to you, it is is so, as he says, when he says there's no more tears, I heard that when I was going through a divorce, I was was separating and and all that thing, and and just crying and crying. And he says, no more tears. No more tears. No more tears. Mm Mm-hmm. And when he says that to you, you can believe there won't be another tear. <laughs> and whatever comes beyond that, that no more tears, it is. A, it, he wraps you up. It's just like he clothes you in his, in his majesty and in his glory. Oh, majesty. yes. Yes. Not you. Yes. Don't worry about that. I saw everything that went down. I saw how yes. it went. And you don't have to cry. No. Yes. I got you, though. I got you. I, I got, got you. you. I, I got yes, you. Yes, yeah. And it's, it's those, those bits of assurance that we hold on to when we get into these situations. We just hold on to them and, and have them replay as the enemy tries to replay the incident. I replay what God said. But God said, I got you. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, my sister. God bless you. God bless you, sister. You know, we can go on and on. I know we can. (laughs) Oh, praise him. Thank you. God bless. Radio broadcast, and I ask the Lord to continue to bless you in your ministry. And as you go through, and congratulations on your your, your, your doctoral. Thank you, ma'am. Praise the Lord. That is awesome. 
Awesome God. The Lord is the one that elevates us. All we have to do is stand still and see the salvation of God. Amen. I I, I thank the Lord for you and you be encouraged. Yes. Tear you down on the way home, tear them back down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, praise the Lord. God bless you, my sister. Thank you. (laughs) Amen. 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 What an awesome God we serve. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, I, I want you to know, too, that as um, as uh, my sister Brenda and I were speaking, um, we actually are speaking of deliverance. This is what we're talking about. Amen. Because to, to get rid of your unforgiveness, it's not something that you and I can do you know, in this, in this natural body. But when the Lord steps in, that's a whole different story. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. And sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister, Leandria, here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. Deliver me Cause all I seem to do is hurt me
Thank you, and we're going right back to the to the broadcast right now. Yeah, because you you and I know that there is so much that happens around us. You know, yes, we do have unforgiveness, but we've got to get it out. If I don't get out of this unforgiveness, guess what? What I'm going to find is here I am in not even in God's purpose for me because I'm focusing on the mess that somebody did a long time ago or even a couple of days ago, and I'm still focusing on it. And even as I focus on it, guess what? It's hurting me on the inside. Amen. And so this, uh, as, as we went through, we looked at, uh, we looked at scriptures. We, we looked at what is forgiveness and what is unforgiveness. And now we talked about there's a blessing in our forgiveness because we see that blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. We understand that God's grace is there in our forgiveness. And we have to also remember that the Lord is compassionate and he's gracious. He's slow to anger. He is not going to always strive with us. But listen, I'm reading from um, Psalm 103 and verse 10 says, he has not dealt with us according to our own sins, <laughs> nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. No, 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 no. And if he hasn't dealt with us that way, guess what? We have to also not deal with others the way they were dealing with us. Amen. And so in verse 12, um, the Lord says in, in that psalm, the same psalm, one, uh, I believe it was 103, as far as the east is from the west, come on now, east and west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. So listen, listen, listen. The same way as far as the east is from the west that he has taken our transgressions from us, whoever did whatever they did to you, as far as the east is from the west, this is where we have to get to. This is what we have to do. We have to get to the point where we can say, you know what? Hold on. Jesus forgave me my sins. He took those sins for me. So this mess that this person is doing, I got to let, oh, hallelujah. I got to let go of it. I've got to let go of it. Yes, because God continues to forgive us. Amen. Uh, Colossians 1, 13 and 14 says, he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his son, he loves, in whom we have redemption, and listen, in whom we have the forgiveness of sins. So now the question is, in the last five or six minutes that we have of this broadcast, uh, the quick question is, so what is our responsibility? We've laid the groundwork. So what are we supposed to do? Well, I want to go to First Chronicles 7 and 14 and says, If my people, which are called by my name, you called by his name, okay, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. Amen. So we as his people need to turn 
to him, communicate, humbling ourselves and praying and seeking his face. This is all, this is all part of our driving towards Jesus, driving towards our Lord so that he will help us as we move through the mess that we are in. So what can we do about this forgiveness? Well, Colossians chapter 3, and I may not get all the verses, but starting with verse 12 reads, um, Therefore, as God's chosen people, amen, and somehow I, um, I touched something that I should not have touched, and I have to cancel this, amen. Okay, so, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourselves, cover yourselves with compassion. If I got compassion on you, how can I have hatred towards you? How can I have my whole, you know, my whole being turned around? Let me learn how to have compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And each one of these will take a separate broadcast to have a discussion on. But listen, here's what he's saying. Bear with one another and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you, just as in the Lord's prayer. Amen. We forgive as we are forgiven. Amen. So if we can, if somebody's got something against us or we have something against them, let us forgive them. Even if we may not see them, let us have this conversation between me and you, Lord, and telling, I'm talking to you about this person, and I'm saying, I'm releasing, hallelujah, I'm releasing this person. Amen? Yeah, because sometimes I may not be able to see them, and sometimes even if I see them, there may be still consequences that they may face, but even despite these consequences, I've got to have a clear conscience towards them. Amen. Part of my responsibility. Verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Be at peace. Since as members of one body, we are called to peace. Oh, praise the Lord. Let the message of Christ dwell among us as we teach one another and admonish and, you know, in, as, as we go along with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. What, what are we doing? We're focusing on God. Amen. We're focusing on him. The enemy will try to bring the offense back to us and we take it up to the Lord and we focus on him. And as I was speaking with Sister Brenda earlier, we said it's a process. So I say to you, my brothers and sisters, I ask you to continue the process as we go forth in this attitude of forgiveness in the name of Jesus. God bless you and may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Hallelujah. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne Marie Jewel. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, 
Elder Anne-Marie Jewa, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. And may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.